You've seen those movies where they say, make my day, or I'm your worst nightmare. Well, listen to this one. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Ha! You didn't know I'm gonna say that, did you? Your move, creep. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Huh? Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Film Feast podcast. I am your host, Matt Bledsoe. Uh, This week, we are talking all things Vinegar Syndrome, uh, since their annual Halfway to Black Friday sale will be starting very soon. Um, And we're going to recommend some movies to pick up during that sale. Uh, To help me do this, I am joined by the man who helped me do an episode just like this a couple years ago. Um, Been a guest here many times. He's the host of the Varsity Cinema podcast. Uh, It's Keith Rich. Keith, how you doing? Matt, I'm doing wonderfully sleazy today. Very sweaty, <laughs> very excited, and very excitable right now. So sorry in advance, but that's where we're where, where we're headed. That's the, in the gutter. That's in the gutter. Straight to the gutter. Um, you got to feel sleazy for some vinegar syndrome picks. That's just <laughs> their thing. Although lately, in the two yeah. years since we've talked about vinegar syndrome, I would say classier than before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not they're all being sleazy, but I feel no, like no, no, no. They, so I mean, we just jump right into this. I mean, like the, that episode was exactly two years, almost exactly two years ago, because mm-hmm. it was May 2021 and it was the same idea. It was a really great episode. Actually, I, I kind of were saying this, but it, it's still in the top 10 episodes of this show. Oh, it's wow. The most downloaded episodes. Um, every time I see it, I'm like, wow, that Vinegar Syndrome episode is, is still hanging in there. Like, um, so clearly people liked it. So I was like, we should Incredible. definitely do another one. And here we are. And God, so much has changed in that two years of Vinegar Syndrome because um, I listened back to that episode to send our, you know, talk about our picks to send you like what we already talked about. And we're talking about like partner labels, like just starting up. Like that's like mm-hmm. a new thing in 2021. Um, the It's just, it sounds so different from where they are now. <laughs> like, cause the partner labels especially has like, exploded since then. Like, yeah. I think there was like two or three, Fun City had just started. We're like talking about the second Fun City release coming out. And like now they've come and gone. Actually, they've left. Yeah. Vinegar, which, which really bums me out. I don't, you know. Sadly. Yeah, yeah. Business stuff. I get, you know, I don't understand the, the specifics. No one seems to. I, it just sounds like um, they just were like maybe got a better deal with somebody else. And Vinegar Syndrome has a lot of other partner labels. I don't know. It's all speculation. But anyway, but I am <laughs> sad they're gone. But they put out a lot of great stuff. Um, it's just funny. It's just how different things are from now two years back um they put a lot of stuff out <laughs> so yeah. uh i guess i guess my question is are you still going strong collecting vinegar syndrome since then of course yeah i mean <laughs> i think I, there was a period there where i was a little less enthused about some of the titles there was a there was a run from like oh gosh maybe around ticks all the way till maybe early this year or late last year where I was kind of like, eh, it was kind of being picky uh, about which titles I was interested in. But um, yeah, they seem to have kind of picked it back up. I mean, they've never gone out of favor for me or anything like that, but I definitely feel like 
I've been more eyeballing the partner labels. I mean, I, I'm, I think I texted you that maybe a week or so ago. It's kind of like a little bit more into the partner labels as of late. Uh, they've been very, uh, they've just been like offering a lot of really cool, diverse titles that really appeal to kind of my full spectrum of film taste. So that's been really fun to not just have to zero in on the, on the sleazy B slash Z, uh, Z grade stuff all the time. So, um, but yeah, no, still going strong, have probably way too many titles, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit of an addiction. I do enjoy them quite a bit. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, yeah. it's a pro it's like a problem. A lot of them are always blind buys because a lot of the stuff is mm -hmm. like, stuff you can't uh really even watch every you know somewhere and you kind of have to take their uh description of it and be like sounds cool i guess i'll buy it um which is why the sale is a great time to pick stuff up because it's cheaper than it'll be like any other time of the year um so that's always nice and yeah i it's funny because even in 2021 they had gotten pretty far away from i think what they even started as i don't know when they i guess they're the 10-year anniversary this year so they guess they started 2013 um and when they started I barely knew about them. And then a couple of years later, they became like, like the old porn uh, company. You know, it's like they were selling vintage porn. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty niche. I'm not really into that. And then it became a little more horror based. And now they're getting like big MGM titles uh, in the cat the library. I, I feel like Rad was a thing that like really blew them up. Mm -hmm. Like once they got Rad on Blu-ray or 4K, even I can't remember. Like that just seemed yeah, it was like 4K. that yeah. got so many eyeballs on them. And then I feel like the ball has been rolling like really strong since then. Um, and I'm with you on the partner labels too, because the partner labels, are, there's so many of them and they can, yeah. they'll drop like 13 or 15 or whatever new releases every month from different labels. And you're just like, oh God, I'm overwhelmed, <laughs> but it's a crazy variety too. It's all kinds of stuff. It's like shot on video horror, it's documentaries. It's like weird indie dramas. It's like, it's foreign stuff you never heard of. It's all over the place. Um, so that's kind of more interesting in a way, because the partner labels, the labels are like this, you know, big smorgasbord of stuff and you don't know what it's going to be so um very interesting always fun to follow them even if i don't buy the stuff i'm like i, I hear about stuff and i'm like what is this you know <laughs> so just half the fun um but i guess i guess yes yeah, so i guess explain like what we're going to do we're going to pick five we picked uh five each like we did last time i think last time i had this whole thing about like an underrated pick an obvious pick a wild card i'm gonna throw all that out i'm just gonna okay. say we're gonna do uh, I think we said no more than three partner label picks or two. I think it was two. I think it was well, maybe you, you might be right. You might be right. I can make whatever. It work. doesn't matter. There's no rule. Okay. Basically, okay. I think we both we both had said, like, let's at least try to pick a couple from the vinegar syndrome actual line, not do like five right, partner right. label picks, because it'd be very easy. We do a whole episode with partner label stuff yeah. like um just that but i was like well it's like at least make sure we have a couple actual vinegar syndrome things in there so um <laughs> that's i mean we're just gonna pick five recommend them um i tried to avoid stuff and i hope i sent this to you that that is completely sold out or out of print yeah i did the okay. same i was okay. pretty cognizant of that um going in so just to be just to be safe because i want people to be able to check these out if if they, they sound appealing to anyone yeah there was a couple yeah. where it was like oh that'd been cool to recommend but i'm like it's completely it's completely gone i think there's one that i saw you really liked uh that's completely sold out that make we i guess we could say it now there's that bret hart documentary that uh, oh wrestling it's with completely Shadows. sold out i think it's i think so if it's oh no well there goes that <laughs> 
Oh, okay. Let me double check. Maybe you're right. Um, but but uh, no, it's okay. If not, okay. I've got several other picks. <laughs> Sorry, I might have just blown your pick too. I just thought it was. It's okay. Um, uh, the yeah, slip well... is for sure gone. I know that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The slip is 100 yeah, percent gone. gone. That's long gone. That's the hard part too. Like sometimes you think it's sold out just a slip, and I will. I mean, if I want the movie, I'll buy without the slip. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I prefer it with, but you know, if uh. If I can't get it, I'm not gonna be like, well, I'm not buying this now. <laughs> so um let me see. Yeah, oh funny okay. funny thing Never about mind. the slip. Oh, is it yeah. still we're still good? So yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, uh just forget that I said that it might be a pick of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. we can probably start with it. We'll see. All right, whatever. Yeah. yeah uh, whatever. Okay. Sorry, I blew it. Anyway, uh <laughs> this is off <laughs> to a good. great start. Um so anywho, uh what was I saying? <laughs> Partner labels and stuff. Uh, lots to pick from. I, I, anything you want to say before we just start giving recommendations? Anything you think uh, of? I, not that I can think of. All I can say is that um, the one thing that I really appreciate about Vinegar Syndrome and their partner labels is that they do such a great job with. I know this might be controversial, but they do a really good job with slip covers, and they're some of the enticing reason why I actually do buy the buy the films. Um, I don't, you know get them and then throw them in the trash for example uh, <clears throat> like some Anthony. people we know which <laughs> um, just yeah. i oh man that made my heart sink when i heard that i was so blown away um but uh <laughs> you know but uh there was only one actually i think um there's only one slip cover that i actively avoided and it was the drop dead fred slip cover because i oh, just everybody think, Hates I that hate one it so much. <laughs> what I um, can tell. Everybody hates yeah, that one. But I love the movie, so I, I just bought it without the slip. But um, but yeah, no, I mean, they just go all out, you know, and it carries on through OCN, like the whole distribution side of things. It's, it's just like the packaging is always incredible. It it just feels good. It's pure, just pure quality, you know. So um, I don't know. I feel like that's a lot of the reason why I kind of gravitate towards them in addition to just wanting to check out the films is just I know I'm going to get like a quality product, uh, whether that's re restoration or whatever. So um, if you're new to Vinegar Syndrome, like you're going to be buying some good stuff, uh, maybe on the outside, maybe not on the inside. You know, the movie might suck, but <laughs> But it'll be a fun time, if and nonetheless, and you'll have something right. cool to look at. So, yeah, right. which I know they've kind of gotten knocked for in the past. And people were like, "Oh, <laughs> they just dress up these bad movies with nice packaging." I'm like, "Well, you know, at least, at least they try. You know, at least <laughs> yeah, they yeah, give yeah. the effort in." I appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. I think I think it may have influenced some other companies to step their game up. Honestly, I do. I feel that. like they've been doing this for a while, where they put like a lot into the slipcovers and the packaging, and I feel like. Other companies have kind of taken notes how to up their game a little bit. Uh, yeah. Other boutique Se labels. So Severn, uh, Severn would be among them, I would say. Their box, box sets used to be just like flimsy, cheap paper, like cardboard. And now they do <laughs> uh -huh. like if like the all our all our haunts uh, box set or the House of Psychotic Women box set are just like exactly like the Vinegar Syndrome box sets. They're just super thick and beautiful. And uh, Brian Sauer calls them knockable uh oh, yeah. cases yeah so nice uh -huh. and sturdy but um but yeah I, I would say that severin definitely took a page out of their book and and uh up their game for sure as yeah. far as that goes yeah so all right well i'm excited to talk about all this stuff uh yeah so do you want to start with your first pick and maybe the thing we just i just spoiled <laughs> yeah sure yeah um with the movie that I think I was probably the most excited about uh, out of my entire list, honestly, um, with the exception of maybe one or two, one or two. But as far as partner label stuff goes, like Hitman Heart, Wrestling with Shadows, 
was a documentary I was expecting to be interested by because I definitely grew up liking, you know, WWF and wrestling. And I always liked Brett, the Hitman Hart. And uh, I was not expecting to just get so roped into uh, just the drama of everything. Um, and I was just like, oh, my God, I still love wrestling somewhere inside my body. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just loved it. Um, Brett just seems like the coolest dude and like the most sincere guy uh i don't know he's like into wrestling for the right reasons uh you find out he was actually going to school for film he wanted to direct films and then he ended up becoming a wrestler uh the documentary i think is from like 1997 the restoration looks great uh you know it's just a really dramatic it, it kind of plays like an episode of wwf like monday night raw or something like that where it's just a lot of soap opera y type of drama going on uh but obviously real drama or that's the speculation that it might not have been it might have been all planned with the uh, vince mcmahon uh the way the way brett ended his uh, term with wwf might have been planned or not we're not sure that's part of the controversy of the doc i guess but um before he moved to wcw so anyway i don't know i'm not a wrestling guy now but like 12 year old me was losing his mind and thought it was the coolest doc. <laughs> and uh, I think even non-wrestling fans will find it interesting. If nothing else, it's just kind of a fascinating look into kind of the behind the scenes stuff at, uh, you know, like the, you know, professional wrestling. So that's my, that's my first pick. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, had you seen it, you've seen it before the release. No. Oh, you never no, seen it. No. Okay. No. I had seen it years ago. Oh, um, okay. I feel like I rented a video store because I heard about it and it's weird. Cause I got into wrestling like right after Bret Hart left the company. Like I got in right when like Stone Cold Steve Austin became champion and they mm -hmm. kind of like turned the page to that. And like, uh, so I was not, I mean, I knew who he was as a kid. It was like, always oh, Bret Hayman Hart. Um, and I didn't know about the whole Montreal screw job, that whole situation. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny because my pro wrestling fan has come up like a lot lately, I feel like. And I always feel weird admitting I still like pro wrestling. <laughs> like me and my friends, I have a couple buddies that'll still watch it. And it's just like a fun like get together thing like we're not watching other sports or watching pro wrestling but yeah. but the behind the scenes stuff with pro wrestling is like the most fascinating stuff like the backstage mm -hmm. politics like why people uh lose or if they don't want to do the like the job as they say and lose the match like that happens to bret hart um yeah i forgot the documentary even like puts out there that it may be a work like that they or they worked it out like because i think i think this it's undisputed that he like legitimately uh was pissed and left the company. It was not yeah. planned at all. <laughs> like, um, yeah. because they just, if it's a man, thought he was going to take his title and go to WCW. Cause there's a whole Monday at war at the time. And, mm -hmm. uh, which was like the best time in wrestling. <laughs> it was like so much fun yes. with the like, people jumping shit back and forth. And it was so exciting. Um, and yeah, it's, but I remember, yeah, I only see it one time years ago. And I remember being a really, really good doc. And it was just kind of like lucky that crew was there, I think, because they've been following him for like, most of the year and then all that crazy shit started to happen near the end yeah. and they happened to capture it and yeah i think it's fascinating i know i think a lot of people wouldn't want to watch like just an a episode of my night raw or whatever but they would enjoy this behind the scenes doc about it because that stuff is really the most fascinating stuff like we'll sit around and be like oh why aren't they pushing this guy letting him win matches and be a star maybe we all know it's fixed obviously and there's all you, you kind of ask the questions like why is this person losing all the time oh they must they must be mad at them like you know all these <laughs> like little behind the scenes things that are so fascinating so that documentary captures that really well um mm -hmm. and it's very yeah it's all very interesting so i'm glad you dug it so much it's a really it's really good 
yeah, it was uh, it was a surprise to me. So I I truly <laughs> was just kind of like, well, this will be fun if nothing else. But it really it really did uh, rope me in, and I honestly haven't stopped thinking about it since I watched, and that was like a month and a half ago. So um, oh, yeah. I liked it that much. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I may have recommended it if I d didn't think it was completely sold out. <laughs> because like oh, but no it's fine i didn't even i didn't get to rewatch it or anything but i bought yeah. it uh, um because i thought it was going to sell completely out really quick um that slipcover was gone like in a day like it was yeah gone. yeah um Super and i think i just saw on the site there's like 300 ish copies left of just the standard so by the okay. time the sale starts probably gonna be gone like very quickly i imagine if people want to mm -hmm. grab it so um yeah i'm really glad you dug that one so yeah um anything else that before we move on or no, I, I, that's my first Canadian international pictures disc. And I, I thought they did a really good job just kind of like stacking it with features and stuff. Um, a lot of really cool extras on it. So, uh, and you know, the restoration, like I said, was really solid. So it's, it's worth checking out. I'm, I'm definitely a little more inclined to check out their other titles. So, okay, nice. I'm trying to yeah. remember what else I have for Canadian international pictures. Um, Buster well, Keaton no. rides again was one. Oh, um, I did watch. <laughs> If I shouldn't mention because I really didn't like it. I watched oh, one okay. I thought I'd be into called Mindfield. Okay. Which has um oh my god, totally blinking. Uh Jesus, I feel bad. Uh <laughs> Michael Ironside. Michael Ironside. Oh, okay. Um as like the main star, which he hardly ever gets to be the star. He's always like the bad guy or the uh, like is you know, supporting character. And it's like a scanners type riff. I mean, and it's in Canada, okay. but it's I thought it was really bad, like just very boring. <laughs> Like nothing happens. There's kind of a cool finale. They use like the Olympic Stadium had been built somewhere in Canada, and I think they shot in there. And it's a cool setting for like a finale. But oh my god, it was like watching paint dry for like an hour and a half. <laughs> Otherwise, it was so Jeez. it was so boring. But and I was so disappointed. I thought it'd be cool. It was like oh, it kind of sounds like Scanners, like Michael Ironside. Um, not great. Okay. That will not be one not of my recommendations. <laughs> um, I'm trying to be noted. Go with first because I didn't really organize in that way i'll just go on the stack here so um there's a partner label called dark star and this may be the only dark star i have um movie called fair game uh i don't know if you have this one from australia no i don't have any dark star stuff oh, okay uh yeah. i don't i, I know some labels kind of have more of like a thing that's like you know like some are like oh, we're shot on video and some are like obviously canadian pictures is they're all from canada i don't mm -hmm. really know what dark star's thing is but but uh this is a very cool movie, Dark um, Fair Game. It is basically, it's a very simple story. It's a woman who like runs a wildlife sanctuary in the Australian outback. Um, these kind of runs into trouble with these three guys who were like just being dicks and driving around in their giant souped up truck, which does look really cool. I will say uh, it's like a very good movie card almost looks like a, you know, like they may look a bull or something. It's got like you can see it, Keith, but like the crazy oh, like yeah. metal pipes they've added, all this stuff. That's wild. Um, and she's driving and they they fuck with her and run her off the road. And that's like the first incident. And it's like just basically a series of escalating incidents between her and these three guys. Like at one point she's in a store early on, and one of the guys does act nice to her. Like he acts like he she has these paintings she's trying to sell. And he's like, oh, I'll buy the painting from you. And then she realizes he's one of the guys that ran her off the road. And she's like, well, fuck you. It's now it's $200 or whatever. <laughs> and uh, then they're like what, the other guy, like they're they're the guys like taking pictures of her, like creepily, like like upskirt pictures. And she pours flour on him and all these. So it's like it's like this series of little like things back and forth. It just keeps escalating, escalating. And like they follow her back to her place and they're trying to kill 
some of the animals are on her wildlife sanctuary. They're poachers, which is like the easiest way to get me to hate somebody is poachers. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like every Disney villain. Uh, it's like, you know, like somebody kills animals. So um, they're assholes for many reasons. Um, I it's I was a little worried it'd be like a rape revenge thing. Yeah. It never if if it, if that happens, I didn't get that. And it's never shown. And I don't think it's ever even implied. They do fuck with her really bad. It's like at one point they strap her to like the front of their crazy truck and she's kind of like stripped of her clothes and they drive her around. They're basically just like torturing her for a bit, but then they just they'll leave her. Like they keep doing this thing where they'll like come and mess with her, do something shitty, leave, and then they just keep leaving her. They keep coming back. So it's like they keep it's almost like a like it's mental torture at that point because it's like she keeps mm-hmm. trying to then she's trying to like leave and they fuck with her car and it's like it's just back and forth back and forth um and finally leads to this great finale where you can probably imagine <laughs> that she kind of you know gets some justice uh i won't say how but it's very satisfying what happens oh, she's yeah. this the main actress is awesome what is her name i think uh cassandra delaney who reminds me of like 80s linda hamilton okay. uh and she's really great very likable um and you're rooting for her to to kick these guys asses they're all different kinds of creeps like i feel like one's kind of like a spazzy kind of i don't know like drugged out kind of guy the one is like kind of like a stoic hunter type guy, like the leader and the guy's like kind of a dumb doofusy idiot and like they're <laughs> and uh you're just you just want her to get back with them so bad and uh and it really pays off it's under 90 minutes it's like it's funny because it's just yeah, it's just like a series of like escalations, but like it's really well paced. I thought, um, great finale. Uh, I think it's like a really underseen gem. I really really like. Actually, I funny because I will put on today just to like refresh my memory. I was like, I'll pay, I'll scan through this and try to remember some key points. I end up watching the whole thing. Like I wasn't oh, even planning nice. to. It just sucked me in. And uh, yeah, I think it's like one of the most underrated things that um any of the partner labels have put out because I don't think I've really like people talk about this, and I'm pretty sure it's still like in stock with the slipcover. So oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. Fair game uh, is my recommendation, like a very strong recommendation from all these. It's one of my like ones I would say, like definitely check that out. It's, I think it's on 2B2 if you want to just watch stuff. Cause I, I think that happened a lot in our first episode. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's on 2B. <laughs> like there's, yeah, so yeah, many, yeah. there's so many of these movies that are on 2B to check out, which cause people, you know, it's your hard earned money. Maybe you just want to like try it out first. So um uh, but yeah, that one should be pretty cheap too. I feel like it wasn't very expensive to begin with, and if it's on sale, it should be like, maybe like fifteen dollars ish. I don't know, but um, nice. yeah, fair game, very cool movie. Um, and yeah, I love movies set in Australia, especially the outback, because it just feels, it looks so cool. It's really well made, really well shot. Um, yeah, just a, a really good movie. Can't recommend it enough. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, I hadn't even heard of that one actually. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. that sounds amazing. <laughs> I felt like it flew under the radar a little bit. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, I, it's, it's, I've never heard anyone talk about it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, amazing. I'm glad I'm bringing it up. <laughs> so that's good. So, um, OK, well, that was. Yeah, that's all I have for that one. What's your what's your second pick? Nice. Um, it's like my list is like full of uh, things that are <laughs> like kind of obvious ones, but I'll, I'm trying to keep it a little bit more interesting. So I'm trying to decide. I think I'm going to go with Party Line uh, from okay. Vinegar Syndrome proper. And basically it was, let's see, from 88, 89, somewhere in that ballpark. And it's an erotic thriller. And it's the story of these two, like this this brother and sister, uh, like, I don't know, uh, kind of a killer duo in a sense. 
but there there's definitely weird incestual oh boy <laughs> under or overtones um it's a it's it's an uncomfortable relationship to say the least but basically there's a detective trying to figure out who is you know um causing all these killings of these married men uh and you know it's basically they're running they kind of have like their own escort number or like 900 number and so they'll meet with a guy and they know that he's married you know and then they basically dispatch him in various ways and uh i won't say kind of how it all unfolds obviously but mm -hmm. that's the thing i've been kind of getting into more the last couple of years is just erotic thrillers i find them really engaging and really interesting uh even like subpar or bad ones i just find, like <laughs> kind of entertaining uh-huh and party line kind of party line is I, th I think it moves a little faster and is a little bit more interesting than the pick I had last time um, in the cold of the night. I think party line moves a little bit, uh, a little bit faster and it's definitely more uh, vicious and a little bit more mean spirited. Uh, really actually enjoy the way it's shot. And uh, yeah, the acting's not terrible. So that's a plus. <laughs> that's a plus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, this was one I just kind of picked up on a whim and then uh I'd had for a few years, and I think Justin Liberty talked about it on Brian Sowers' pod last year or something about how that's kind of an underseen one that he really liked, and I so that kind of pushed me to watch it, and I was I was pleasantly surprised. So if you if you're into things like, uh, I mean, you know, Dressed to Kill is kind of like the obvious go to, or like you know, so oh, something yeah. De Palma esque, uh, but also liked in the cold of the night. It's kind of like a good. It, it kind of it definitely fits in that lane. So if you're into that kind of thing that would be my, my, my second recommend. That's, that's one I think I was thinking too was long gone because I think it's a really old, it's a title. It like it's been around for a while. Right. Like, so, and I've looked at yeah. it a few times and been like, should I buy this? Um, so this might be the sale. I finally picked that up. So it's, it's um, interesting if nothing else. So yeah, it's, it's definitely entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Erotic thrillers are really like, uh, a lost art. I would say yeah. <laughs> not, we don't get many of them these days, uh, at all. So, um, and that's and that feels like a thing too. Vinegar Syndrome was putting a lot more of those back in the day. Um, mm -hmm. Like was these erotic thrillers. I feel like they've not put it quite as many out in recent years. But um, okay, that's interesting. I uh, I'm kind of curious about that one. I never watched In Cold Night either. I remember you recommend that one. That one I can put in the spot for because that was the one where it was like uh, <laughs> we <laughs> you picked Sudden Fury last time, and I was oh, like, oh yeah, that's right. I have no more picks, and you were like, <laughs> I feel like at least you kind of scramble. You were like, I've got some <laughs> other ones. You're like in the cold of the night. Like you didn't sound that committed to it. <laughs> um you know well, it's still yeah. interesting <laughs> it, no it's good it's good i mean shannon tweed's in it so if you like shannon tweed um as most i, I don't know people of a certain age are familiar <laughs> with her from a certain channel uh as kids but um boobies um anyway i'm sorry remember the wrestling thing 12 year old and then it's oh, just that's okay. we said we're gonna go in the gutter so it's, i know uh... <laughs> i'm sorry it's just it's what she's known for and you know she's married to that idiot gene simmons so whatever oh did he um, do something wait i don't want to take us on derail this but did he do something recently <laughs> to be an idiot or just in general no i just think he's kind of a ding dong um yeah generally. i mean he's kind of ridiculous i i weirdly yeah. don't like but also admire the fact that he's so into branding everything with kiss like i feel like <laughs> like it's kind of evil genius almost where he's just yeah let's put kiss on everything but um i will say i will say i think i bet the big I'm, i like kiss a lot but best okay. live show ever saw kiss i think yeah, be, yeah. An insane live show i mean and this was just i believe it man yeah i mean i was like this is like the best live concert i've ever been to like they really put on a show even if 
maybe they're dicks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, they seem like cool dudes. I think just Gene Simmons has quite a, a bit of an ego, you know, and I think that's oh, well, what kind of rubs yeah. me a little wrong, uh, you know. <laughs> But uh, no, I mean, I like some Kiss songs. I was I was a fan in the in the late 90s when I was like, you know, 10, 11, 12, when I was seeing his wife on certain channels of certain age. Um, you listening to Psycho Circus? <laughs> yeah, actually, yes. Uh, I That's what got me into him initially. Oh, okay. And I, I even collected the Todd, McFar- Todd McFarlane comics and I had the action figures. Toys, yeah. Those yeah, were like pretty them, sweet so. toys. I remember like yeah. kind of wanting yeah. to buy those and I was like, well, what am I doing? I don't want Kiss. Like I didn't even listen to Kiss. I was like a kid. I was like, <laughs> I don't, these look cool, but I don't have any. What am I doing? Um, yeah, yeah. It's funny. I think back to Shannon Tweet really quick. I think uh, last year, I think Patrick Bromley about this movie, uh, uh-huh. like June exploitation was happening. I think he had like a whole Shannon Tweet day. I think he was like trying to like program Shannon Tweets up because he's like, I think she's actually good. I know we all know she's she beautiful, is. That's the thing. I was just about to like, say, yeah, he was going to bat for her. And I watched a couple of her movies and I was like, Damn, she's not bad. I mean, very beautiful. Yes. But it's like, yes. Yeah. You know, but... the movies are trying to get her out of clothes as soon as they can. But it's absolutely. Like, yeah. I think yeah. she's got a presence. She cares, you know, so the, she's in some not yeah. so great movies, but I don't think she was like the reason they were bad. The ones Correct. I watched, it wasn't like her yeah. fault. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm still I'm. I got to catch up on these uh, Keith erotic thriller. <laughs> I sound like such a sleaze ball, but I've, I'm not. I'm a really nice person. He is. Uh, He's a really nice man. Very so mild, like now, mild mannered. Tune in next week for Keith's erotic thriller corner. <laughs> Keith's Go gutter the, talk. Yeah, Keith's um, gutter talk. Go through the beads at <laughs> local video store and find all Keith's pics. God. Oh, all boy. behind the curtain. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Sorry, what are we doing not. here? It's fine. I don't party line, party line, party line. Oh that yeah, party it. line. That was, right, my, right. that was my second pick. Uh, yeah. So still there. Uh, it is pick an it older up. title, but it's yeah. It's, <laughs> but the slip, obviously, very very long gone. But uh, yes. I don't know. It's it's a it's a cool little movie. So and now it's funny though with these really old titles, they've had that that uh, rewards program they introduced. Another new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get um uh, sometimes uh older movies with slip or get the slip cover for an older movie like. I finally bought Bloodhook because I had reward oh, nice. points and they put out the slipcover and I was like, I was like, sure. I was like, I'll uh, check this out finally. And that that original slipcover was selling for like an astronomical amount of money. <laughs> like, yeah. So um, that's it. The award thing is a good idea because I know a lot of people spend a lot of money with them. So it's like might as well get something back for it. So, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, OK, well, all right. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what to do next. I'm going to go. I have a couple. Okay, I have a Hong Kong pick. I I love that Vinegar Syndrome has started putting out way more Hong Kong movies um, because that's a lot of but a lot of labels have started doing this, too. I feel like in the past year or so, it makes me very happy because usually stuff's very hard to find. Otherwise, like it's not usually streaming anywhere. Um, There's like old crappy DVDs of a lot of the stuff and they're giving them like nice new restorations. so one I picked up on a whim that's part of like the v- uh, VSA line, the Vinegar Center Ar- Archive, um, is Undeclared War, Ooh, which is... I've been curious about that one. Really awesome. It's I think it's like one of the better, like just quality movies they put out. <laughs> like no offense to their stuff, but I'm just like, sometimes you watch their stuff and you're like, oh, this is just like a really great, solid movie, <laughs> you know? And uh, it's pretty awesome. Directed by Ling- uh, Ringo Lam, who's like a famous Hong Kong director. Um 
yeah, I'm just going to read the description because I feel like otherwise I'll just start rambling. So uh, <laughs> on the back of the box here. So um, a Polish diplomat and his family are murdered by a radical terrorist organization. Um, and then CIA agent uh, Gary Redner tracks the violent uh, extremist group to Hong Kong on a personal mission of revenge. Once in Hong Kong, the rough and ready Gary <laughs> is in quotes, uh, is roughly partnered with the by the book special branch inspector Bong in order to track down the terrorists for their next horrific attack. Um, the two men don't see eye to eye professionally nor culturally. They must put aside their personal differences and work together in order to take down the terrorist organization, as well as the group's mysterious and ruthless leader known only as Hannibal. Which <laughs> is love it. It's pretty awesome. It's got um oh my god, what is his name? Danny Lee, who famously was in uh, John Woo's The Killer, many other movies, but I know him mostly from The Killer. Um, he's the, like the by the books Hong Kong cop paired up with uh, I think Peter. Lee Appis is his name. I don't really know him from anything. Um, but it's also weird, too, for a Hong Kong production. There's a lot of um, different, like, nationalities involved. People speaking their own languages. Usually, like, I think they're dubbed over, but everyone's just kind of speaking their natural language. And they just, you know, did that. So it's kind of like a co-production of a few things. So, hmm. um, yes, Peter Leapis is the other guy, Gary Redner. Um, they team up, take this terrorist organization down. Olivia Hussey is in it as one of oh, the wow. as cool. one of the terrorists uh, from Black Christmas. I always just think of her just like, hello, hello. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like um, Olivia Hussey for sure. Yeah, cool. She's good. She's good. Um, yeah. Vernon Wells is like the the guy, the Hannibal, the main leader um, who's been in tons of stuff. I looked up and was like, oh, this guy, he was in Commando. Um, okay. He's in, uh, God, what else? Fortress with Christopher Lambert, Inner Space. Mad Max 2, uh, Road Warrior, um, Weird Science. It was easy, like a bunch of stuff. So I was like, oh, it's that guy. But he looks like, very different. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like, it's a weird mix of like buddy cop movie, procedural, like these terrorists terrorizing the city. And it's like pretty brutal. Like it starts off with that assassination of this diplomat. And it's like, they're in like a church doing a baptism. And these guys come in and just shoot them with machine guns. And like, squibs oh my god there was like a <laughs> this was the one i almost forgot about this that like the squibs in this when they shoot people there's like red mist i've never seen anything like this it was like not just squibs oh, wow. it's like there's just like red mist filling the air when people get shot it's like an insane visual it's like so violent and it's just it's the violence feels very like not not like real because it's so kind of over the top but it's very um it's pretty brutal it's a pretty brutal movie um they really just like kind of don't fuck around i feel like and <laughs> people are getting like just blown away people you don't expect to get killed or getting killed like um it's so the action's like more it's not super fancy but it's very like brutal when it happens and uh yeah i thought it was really good and really uh engaging it was like, just a really really solid movie that uh yeah i really enjoyed there's an awesome boat chase near the end kind of reminded me of like the end of face off not quite as good as the end of face off but it's like same vein um yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. I was like watching it, like this is definitely one of the better things they put out that I because I love Hong Kong stuff, so I've been mm -hmm. like really enjoying that. So if someone, the weird thing, I feel like when a lot of people, I'm in like some vinegar syndrome groups on like Facebook and stuff, a lot of people don't seem excited about the Hong Kong stuff. That's like, bizarre to me, and I don't get it because I'm like, the guy should be happy this stuff's out. Like <clears> I mean, if you're not that into it, it's like it's cool it's getting released. So um, yeah. I don't know. I'm loving it. I actually I actually uh, kind of pulled back and only have two uh, Hong Kong recommendations. I could have had more, but I was like, I'll just I'll stop at two because otherwise that would be all like 
Hong Kong movies, but um, yeah, I'm loving that stuff they're putting out. So I hope they keep doing more. So well, that's um, certainly like where I'm leaning towards uh, this this round is just like kind of snagging a couple of those um, just because I too, I've, I've always loved that type of, you know, movie making any Asian cinema stuff in general, but like the Hong Kong stuff is super cool. Uh, there's really nothing like it. And so I, that was one I was curious about undeclared war and then um, like writing wrongs and burning oh, paradise. Yeah. Like those, those three, I'm like really curious about. So um, what year is uh, uh, undeclared war? 1990. Hell yeah. That's a great, great time for <laughs> actiony kind of drama stuff. Yeah. That'll be yes. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's pretty great. Uh, I would have included, I'll say right now, writing wrongs would have been like in there, but I kind of last second, I was like, well, I'll, you know, I'll talk about something else, but it's a, it's a strong honorable mention, I will say. Okay. So, okay. Um, cool. that's a really good one to pick up. Um, so yeah, undeclared war from 1990. Um, that's, that's all I have on that one. So what's your next pick? Oh yeah. Well, I am going to talk about a documentary again, uh, from another partner label. And I am bringing this one up a, because I was really again, taken with it because, the subject matter means so much to me and so much. So we did an episode about it. Uh, I am going <laughs> to, yeah. Uh, golden era from ETR media, uh, that documentary about the golden eye, uh, N64 game and kind of the massive cult following that still kind of uh, continues to the day to this day is kind of incredible. And it basically goes from how they kind of came up with the concept of the game uh, from these new developers that really hadn't done too much at that point. And, you know, they rented out like a farm and they built offices out of horse stables and, uh, and just all full of people, like a small team of inexperienced people that didn't know what the hell they were doing. And the fact that they made something so groundbreaking and incredible that I still enjoy playing. I mean, I still play golden eye. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's a testament to some really cool, ingenious uh, uh, programming and design. And the documentary is just super interesting. Uh, I didn't, again, this is one I threw on, um, I was like bored one day at work and I kind of had it on in the background. It was on Canopy and I was just like, holy crap, like I'm loving this. So I just was kind (laughs) of sucked in and uh, yeah. And so I'm glad that they finally put that out. The slip, if you were able to get one, was the coolest one of the coolest slips I think I've ever seen. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I, I think it's so cool. I'm so happy I have one, but, um, but yeah, it's just like, if you love that game, uh, not necessarily a bond fan, but if you love Goldeneye, that doc is so interesting. And so uh, it's a full meal kind of doc. Like, I mean, you're really getting a lot of really cool information, really kind of seemingly minor details, but it's just so interesting how all this stuff it was just kind of a right place, right time sort of thing. And, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, yeah, rare was such a, a small company that at that time, just doing, you know, like donkey Kong games and stuff, uh, which I still love those games too. Those are great. But, um, but yeah, golden era, I don't remember the full title, but golden era by ETR uh, media is really worth your time. I think it, the doc only came out maybe last year too. So it's a really, really new, uh, doc. And that's kind yeah. of like the beautiful thing about all these partner labels. They're just, like cranking out such interesting docs. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to mention any cause I don't want to, in case you have any, but, um, <laughs> but I just, if you're into documentaries or if you're 
Dipping Your Toe In, these are all very accessible documentaries that are uh, about really cool subjects. So um, Golden Era is high on my recommend list. Um, next to Hitman Heart, honestly, those are probably like neck and neck. <laughs> Yeah, I I love that you're mentioning like pro wrestling in the 90s and GoldenEye because these are like all the things that like me in the it's 90s me. loved. I was obsessed <laughs> yeah. with like 10 year old me, 11 year old me is obsessed with like playing Nintendo 64, watching pro wrestling, like yes. playing GoldenEye all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I I I watched this. I bought, I got it with a slip. It is like one of the best slips I've ever seen because it looks like an NC4 so cool. box. It's fantastic. Uh, uh, even the even the case without the slip cover, it looks like a the cartridge. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, sadly the slip is gone, but the it is still there on the site. You could buy it without, um, I, I did like it. I think I liked the lesson you did because I felt like the doc starts to like kind of it definitely go gets off. meandering a little at the it end. It gets yeah. big. I, like, I, yeah, yeah. I think it goes off the rails and it's very meandering at some point. Cause it's like, it kind of is done with the story of the game. And then it's like the kind of like the following of the game, but it kind of does these things really quickly where it's like, mm -hmm. oh, there's a convention or I don't know what it, I don't <laughs> yeah. know it was. Like for yeah. the game, we're there for two minutes. We're gone, and then it's like there's some people recreating the game, yeah, or something, yeah. and we don't really see much of that. It's like they're hopping to so many different things, talking about like things that are way past the game. I'm like, what? What are we doing? <laughs> but I mean, it's fine. It's I was like, man, this no, is you're like totally a real, right, yeah, like a diehard. You have to be really into the subject matter. I think, unlike I think, Wrestling with Shadows of. Uh, the Bret Hart one, I think you could be less into the subject matter and still be interested. I feel like you have to agree. be into GoldenEye or video games to be into this talk. <laughs> like, um, yeah. but it's, I mean, it's, I, I love that game. So to me, it was pretty, you know, I was having a good time. Um, and it is crazy. The story of making the game, it's like a team yeah. of less than like 15 guys on a farm in like yes. the middle of nowhere in England. <laughs> like the fact that they gave them this like giant franchise to work on a game for that's how like little, I think games were respected in the, you know, the mid nineties. <laughs> They're like, here, go make this. And I forgot. Yeah. Cause like how long, how far away the game was from the movie release. Oh yeah. Like yeah. It, the Couple game years? was like on the brink of two years. Yeah. It was like, yeah, right. Yeah. Supposed to be the game movie came out in 95. And I always thought, like, man, didn't that game come out way after the movie release? <laughs> like, um, and it did. I think it came out like '97, and uh, uh, and I didn't also know that it, it. I don't think it was like on fire right out of the gate. I think it took a little mm -hmm. while to like catch fire, and then people started playing it at friends' houses, and were like, you know, yeah. like, I gotta own this, which I'm sure that's how I got it. <laughs> but um, like, just it has to be one of my most played games of all time. Like, just per, pure okay. hours like put into it, and they just re-released it uh finally finally on like the new consoles i have it on my oh, that's right my xbox series x and i was playing it there was like <laughs> it's like the weekend it came out i was so excited i downloaded it and i feel like my my girlfriend was out of town my roommate uh was going out down with his girlfriend so i had the house to myself and i was living like my 12 year old dream because i was like <laughs> i was eating pizza like staying up late playing golden eye yes. it was a great weekend i played like the whole thing straight through um because i remember like everything about it i was like oh mm -hmm. this is the part where i do the laser watch and i jump out of this and i put this here like it was like muscle memory <laughs> so mm -hmm. um one of yeah definitely a, like a top 10 top five all-time game for me but uh but yeah i the doc is good i just i wish it didn't like 
meander near the end and kind of go you're totally right about that i think i'm just excited because <laughs> it's about the game but I... <laughs> um, the, the first hour is like solid but oh, the yeah, last yeah. half hour is like you know you're right it definitely it definitely goes into some zones that you're just like wait what and we're like yeah. why not not to pour water on your pick i own it too no I, no, I, no 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 it's it's <laughs> just just it's, to tell people like if you're really into goldeneye or just even video games around that totally. time then it's i would say grab it while you can because it is pretty low i saw on the site um, so I'm sure it'll probably sell out during the sale. I'd imagine it's like 400 something copies left of the oh, yeah. standard. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, it's cool. They're putting out these, like these docs. I just got the one about vinyl, like the, yeah. into, and then I, vinyl nation, the, vinyl nation. Yes. Yes. And there's the yeah, one yeah, coming out yeah, of video yeah. stores. I think also yep. through ETR media. Um, yep. so really good. Yeah. I'm, I mean, no. yeah. they just good docs coming out too. That's, that's one thing about the partner labels, but they put a lot of good, like, documentaries out as well so um mm. something else to look for so okay cool pick cool pick um <laughs> anything else or just uh oh no 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 i just it's uh you didn't get the slip too bad uh <laughs> but yeah no it's 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 really worth checking out it's it's um, just like fun if you like matt said if you really love video games that's the one to go for so yeah and if you grew up with goldeneye and that too even sure. better that i mean yeah. a lot of nostalgia for that pick so oh yes um okay so i'm gonna go with uh Another partner label pick from Utopia. Uh, another label where I don't really know what their thing is, but I, they put out some good stuff, but I don't know what their like their gimmick is. But um, movie I love that was one of my like favorite movies of 2020, which you know, it was a weird year. And I feel like you say people were like, oh, well, 2020 was a weird year for movies. But this would have been on my list probably any year. Um, Shiva Baby. Have you seen Shiva oh, Baby? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the most uncomfortable this... thing ever. <laughs> Okay, yeah, fair warning, anybody. The most uncomfortable, <laughs> awkward hour and 20 minutes you could probably have. Um, like, it's funny because my girlfriend hates watching, like, awkward things in, like, movies or shows. It's like her, I never, it's like her thing. Like, we, I can't even watch, like, uh, impractical jokers around her because she hates seeing people, like, be embarrassed or, like, be awkward. And, like, so I'm like, Shiva Baby would be her ultimate nightmare because it's, like, it's, it's like, so, it's just so much awkward for so long. Um, base, I mean, it's very simple. It's basically this um, college graduate played by Rachel Sennett. Is that, I pronounce her name? Sennett. I think She's that's like, right. She was in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies after this. Um, she's still insane, but I've heard mixed things about. Same, um, yeah. Uh, she has a sugar daddy uh who's uh <laughs> a professor at her college i believe um and you see her at the start of the movie like with him she leaves kind of plays that in real time i didn't yeah. get to rewatch it but yeah kind of plays in real time she goes to this shiva which i'm not jewish i've never been to a shiva but as far as it's kind of like awake a little bit that was my impression yeah. um yeah so people kind of just kind of uh mingling uh after a funeral i guess or is it uh, yeah uh sorry i don't really <laughs> the whole thing but basically <laughs> it just feels very uh claustrophobic she's in this house um for the whole time she's just like when she gets there like people are just coming at her like family members and friends and people trying to talk to her and um everyone's trying to just it's just like up at your family like picking at you i feel like what are you gonna do for college mm -hmm. like have you gained weight? Have you lost weight? You're too skinny to eat food. Like, so um, it's hard. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it. It takes some really great, like, twists and turns that I did not expect. I mean, the situations just keep, like, upping in awkwardness, <laughs> I feel like. Like, talk about escalation of stuff. Um, she, Rachel Sennett's great. A good supporting cast. Um, and 
I don't. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm reading the back of the box because I'm like, what else can I say without spoiling too much? But um, yeah, basically, it's her just trying to get through this whole thing um, with, I guess, the least awkward uh, amount of interactions possible. <laughs> but it's very entertaining. Um, yeah. Some people describe it as like a horror movie. I guess it depends on your family and friends. But uh, um, I found it very entertaining, even if it was it is awkward <laughs> as all get out at sometimes. But just yeah, a very fun watch. I thought. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, the anxiety level was akin to <laughs> watching Uncut Gems, basically. It's like the oh Uncut God. Gems of of Wake movies, I guess. <laughs> uh, but, gee, I mean, like, forgot, like, it doesn't let up, like, at any point. As soon as she gets to the Shiva, till the very <laughs> end, it is nonstop. You do not get a break, like, really at yeah. any point. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was pretty overwhelmed by it when I watched it and I love those kind of movies. Um, and Suzanne, my wife, she was just like, uh, uh, just kind of making these noises, like wanting to get out of her skin. Um, yes. yes so, um, but it's one I definitely want to rewatch. I don't have it or anything, but I'd be curious to watch it again. I think that's a really fun pick. And that movie got a lot of hype, uh, at that time it came out. I remember when that was released on, on disc, I think a lot of people were, pretty pretty high on it so um yeah. yeah it's a really cool movie i mean it's it's a it's a pretty unique little little film yeah it's again it, yeah when it came i got some buzz when it came out uh mm -hmm. and then they put the disc out and i just looked it's still in stock with the slipcover what so yeah i was wow that's shocking. i was shocked i thought it might have been like close selling out but that does happen sometimes i the movies that are like almost more known they sell less than <laughs> movies that are more obscure i've noticed on vinegar syndrome um yeah. maybe it's the factor of like oh i can watch you have a baby on like hbo max or where you know i can i can mm -hmm. easily access that but sometimes if it's like not streaming anywhere it's like i gotta get that weird movie you know i don't know but um yeah but it's really good i really recommend picking it up um during the sale um yeah it's it's a, just a good good movie and uh yeah i kind of i meant to rewatch it too but i was like I didn't have time. Plus, I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for that level of awkwardness. <laughs> just that warning going in. It's like, yeah, get ready to want to like, like leave your own body. I feel like <laughs> you're like, get me out of here. Like you feel the you feel the anxiety <laughs> that, uh, and the and the stress she's feeling because it's just like, it's like, just let me breathe. You know, it's like, you know, it's it's crazy. But I it's a, it's a really good time. So, um, yeah, she have a baby. Can't recommend it enough. <laughs> so great pick. Great pick. Uh, that's a wild ride. Um. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of wild rides oh here's boy. a segue um <laughs> i'm gonna go with another vinegar syndrome title this is one that i i will not say it's a good movie at all <laughs> i don't think it's good uh but was i entertained absolutely oh man <laughs> did i did i uh did i laugh and send several videos to friends of like you got to check this shit out uh yes i did um and i'm talking about alien private eye from 1989 <laughs> uh the the story is about that it's an alien private eye who falls in love with a girl uh after helping uh her from some mugger you know saving her from some muggers and there's a street drug going around by this uh, like that's being manufactured by this guy who uses alien plates or something and he <laughs> loves hitler which is like a really weird side oh i forgot about <laughs> yeah he like so he has like a picture of him and salutes him but like out of that's nowhere kind of yeah this movie yeah, a guy no just sense. turns and salutes a picture of hitler and you're like why where'd that come from i don't know why dress before yeah. or after it just happens it's, you're like right <laughs> 
It makes no yeah. sense. It's insane. Uh, yeah. This, yeah. It was mind blowing. Uh, this to me is like the epitome of a vinegar syndrome movie. Like it's just kind yeah, of a whole yeah. lot of what the fuck uh, <laughs> the entire time. Um, the reveal for of him, like when the his like like girlfriend or whatever finds out he's an alien is Weird. kind of incredible. Uh, and his dance moves and outfits are immaculate. So if, <laughs> uh, if you're in for some like really wild off the wall kind of, uh, just, I don't know what even like to call this type of movie, like at all, it's like a weird <laughs> Kung Fu detective sort of comedy drug movie crime movie i guess but like and and, oh, and then there's like an alien that shows up that just has a peter lorry voice like oh the entire god, time yeah. the peter lorry guy oh like, my god like that was yeah. blow like it was melting my brain i could i was like what the fuck is he oh my god he's doing peter lorry it was throwing <laughs> me off so hard uh oh. <laughs> but i expected it to not be great uh and i like it isn't great, but I had the best time and I, I am and I watched it by myself and I was like laughing out loud. So I can only imagine watching it with other people is going to be an even more joyous experience. So, uh, yeah, I know, I know you've watched it. I, 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 I saw you, uh, rated on letterbox, but I don't know how you feel about it. I don't, again, it's not good, but it is unique and interesting. Yeah. I think I gave it like two and a half stars with a that heart. That's right. And this is the case where the heart's really important because right. a two and a half stars, no heart is like, I had a kind of a bad time watching this. <laughs> two and a half stars is like, yeah. not great. It's, you know, it's right in the middle, obviously, two and a half out of five. But I'm like, with the heart, I'm like, I, it was fun. I, I really regretted not watching other people. I remember thinking like, sure. man, I should have watched this um, with other people. And I can have a good time watching a crazy movie by myself. But I felt like that one would have been um, improved uh, with, uh, with, a, with at least a couple friends around. Um, I... I didn't love it, but it's yeah, I, no. the point is I couldn't tell you like what happens from A to Z. Like I remember like <laughs> moments like yeah. the the alien, the main guy like taking his hat off and he has like crazy ears. Like that's what an alien. Yeah. She's like, oh, like that's his big that's reveal. It. Is like I yeah. got crazy ears. Like that's it. Like it's like <laughs> um, it's wild. I mean, it's a weird. So it's a very much you were right. It's very much a like this is what I think of as a vinegar syndrome movie is Alien Private yeah. Eye. Um. It, it feels like it's one of those ones where it feels like it's uh, got its heart in the right place. Like it's got the spirit totally. of like some friends made a movie. And I feel like it um, besides that weird guy saluting Hitler thing. But I think he's one of the bad guys. So it's funny. But uh, I, I just uh, yeah, it's really weird. I, I, uh, I the main guy, I think, had never acted anything before. Oh, uh, wow. Really? That's I shocking. It's just because this just came up. You can't on... tell. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's okay. God, I think they have bad. an interview with him on the disc. They do. Uh, yeah. Well, he seems like pretty cool about it. He was like, I don't know what I was doing, man. I just wanted to be in a movie. You know, I think he answered <laughs> like an ad, like a classified ad, which is oh. like, you know, it was like, be a star of this movie. Sure. And um, I think this just came up on Dirk's podcast because him, Lindsay, and Ryan from New World Pictures did, they're like, they did the Discoveries episode just recently. Um, and I can't remember if it was Ryan or Dirk that brought it up. They both seen it, but they were talking about it. And yeah, just like, I think one of them mentioned it was the guy's first movie. They both really liked it too. I just, I, I, I liked it, but I'm like, man, this would have been so much better with like some friends. Um, yeah. Cause there was some fun, crazy moments where you're like, the hell is happening. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's got a nice fun spirit to it. It's like, you know, it's just, goofy. it's bad. 
it's bad. Oh, it's, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. It's bad. It's bad. I mean, it is bad, but but it but is enjoyable. Got, it's got a nice yeah. charm to it, I would say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah, I saw you watch that. I remember, that was the one I did kind of think. I think he's going to recommend Alien Private Eye. <laughs> Damn it. So that's okay. I, I yeah. forgot until you said it. So it was it wasn't like I was waiting for you to say it. But um, then I was like, oh, good. I don't have to recommend Alien Private Eye because I had some other things I'd rather. Because this, I'll say this. I texted you this. I was going through like a rough patch with the vinegar syndrome oh, yeah. stuff. Like everything, partner labels, vinegar. I, like I kept pulling like ones off the shelf, and I was like, "Oh no!" Like I don't like this. I don't like that. So I was like really struggling. Then I then I kind of found some stuff that I was really excited about. But there was a patch of of time when I'm like, "Oh, this ain't great." And Alien Private Eye was not great, but probably better than some other things. <laughs> so, um, but it's a good time. I mean, it's get some friends and some drinks together, maybe some other things i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah Art drugs i don't know um but uh but Art yeah drugs. no it's 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 vinegar syndrome through and through that is the kind yeah. of weird shit they would dig out and give a beautiful restoration to so it does look great it does look really it does look great i was like yeah, wow yeah. they probably never thought alien private eye would look is this good <laughs> so um yeah anything else on that one before I don't know what else there is to say. Oh, uh, one thing. <laughs> yeah, one thing. Yeah, yeah. The love, the lovemaking scenes are very mm. similar to the room. Yes, I forgot about this. They are really weird to watch. They're just really uncomfortable and not smooth or good. No. Um, so just know you're getting into that level of like, you know, lovemaking scenes. I guess. No, I, mean, you're I don't into. know. This is yeah. not a good erotic thriller. Is what you're saying? No, oh, oh, not... oh, no. <laughs> Nothing erotic about this at all. Um, no Shannon Tweed. Um, you know, no, it's all bad. It's all no, bad. I think the yeah, the love scenes kind of some of the times I'm like out loud to nobody. I was like, oh, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> like, yikes. Uh, it's like this is weird. Um, uh, so no, that's all I have. Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you're you're good. Um, okay. Let me see here. So another one. Um, that is just from the Vinegar Syndrome line, the main line. Um, the one that's 4K and Blu-ray, uh, the werewolf versus the vampire women. Oh wow! Just not one I expected to like as much as I did because I, I like gothic horror, but I guess I'm always talking to people who like it more than me, so I think I don't like it as much as I do. If that if that makes sense, like mm -hmm. people like Daniel Epler, my friend Hayden Gilbert, um, I think even Lindsay probably likes it more than me. Like, but I, but then I watch them like this, and it's like the 70s gothic horror movie. I think it's from. God, is it from Mexico or Spain? Um, I don't know. I know Paul Nash is involved, um, but it's not. He didn't direct it. Uh, I've, I've seen no other Paul Nash movies, <laughs> uh, this one. But I'm going to do my best to try to get this plot. Um, but because I don't, I, I watched this one probably the longest ago. And I really enjoyed it. But I'm like trying to summarize it. But basically, uh, these two women are out in the countryside. Oh, they're in France. Okay, they're in the French countryside. They're trying to find this lost grave of a vampire countess. Um, but they end up finding this guy who's a werewolf <laughs> who invites them uh, to his house. I guess just hang out. And uh, he he show he I think he shows them the tomb. Somebody accidentally gets cut in the vampire tomb, and then it lands in the vampire's like skeleton mouth bringing her back to life and then it's just these two women with a vampire and a werewolf <laughs> and uh there is it's i thought it was like it's very much what i think of when i think of gothic horror like the way it looks out in the countryside like 
kind of castles and um, some actual, I thought, genuinely creepy moments in this. The director, um, God, what is his name? Um, I can't find it right now. But uh, he, oh, Leon Kimovsky, I think. Uh, it's, uh, he, uh, he does a lot of slow-mo, like kind of that like creepy, like ethereal kind of dreamlike uh okay. slow-mo where also like they're floating toward the camera like the vampire woman actually looks pretty creepy uh, like and when he the way he shoots her and like she's kind of just coming towards you and just very slow motion and very much like what's going on this is a dream um so it has great vibes it has great like gothic horror vibes that's what you're looking for um it the, the werewolf design kind of reminded me of the the hammer werewolf um they only did one of, but yeah, that, uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's just all with the vibes. I don't know what else to say. It's like, there's not a lot that, that there's not a lot of people in the movie. It's like the two girls, werewolf, the countess woman, I think a couple other people come through. Um, so it's pretty low key, but I was never bored. And yeah, I thought there's some genuinely creepy parts to it. Um, great atmosphere. I liked it way more than I thought. It was one of like pull off the shelf and I'm like, I'll give this a shot. I've nothing else has been working. Let's go this way. And um, yeah, it's a good time. If, if that if that's your thing, like gothic horror, just older seventies horror, I I thought it was a cool movie, and it got a very nice four uh, K treatment from them with like lots of special features, like different cuts. Um, there's like three discs here. Like there's the the four K disc, the uh, Blu Ray, uh, two Blu Ray discs. Um, it's all kinds of stuff here. It's like there's like it's a fully fully packed like disc so you're getting your money's worth in that way too so um yeah the vampire versus werewolf uh, no i'm sorry the werewolf versus the vampire women uh it was a good time and i'm pretty sure it's still very excessive like widely in stock with the cover on the site so have you seen this one or no 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 okay. I, I definitely remember seeing it uh getting posted but i wasn't really sure what it was so that's cool that you you checked it out and liked it i'm i'm kind of the same as you like i'm pretty hit or miss with gothic horror stuff uh, it's got to be pretty damn good for me to be in into yeah. it so um you know the baba stuff is generally pretty good for me uh like a kill baby kill or uh or like the whip in the body or something like that but um but typically i'm not i'm not overly into those so but that sounds like a wild time and i love that dreamy kind of slow-mo uh, oh, you know yeah. there's a lot of that so, so if you like okay. that you're gonna get plenty uh so it's not like we're kind of similar on gothic horror so i feel like if i yeah. like this there's a good chance you'll like it um i don't know if it's streaming anywhere to check out first but uh but yeah sometimes gothic horror i feel like sometimes it's a little too slow for my taste yeah um but this one i thought kept my attention it doesn't ever say it's welcome and yeah i did i did i really enjoyed it i was very pleasantly surprised so um yeah that was that was the biggest surprising of all my stuff it was like did not have to like it that much so yeah yeah <laughs> nice nice well i'll have to i'll write that down as well okay <laughs> um We'll probably recap these two at the end. So, oh yeah, sure, uh, yeah. Because sure. uh, I always feel like sometimes I have to do that. I'm like, oh no, people want that to happen because it's like they <laughs> trying to remember what we said. And yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, God, we're in the last pick already. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, I guess you know the difference between the last episode and this one is we're not doing this whole huge setup also about what vinegar syndrome is and why we love vinegar syndrome and oh, it's yeah, just established. Did, you know, we, we did, did talk a for a while preamble. about like. Yeah. Just all kinds of stuff. Like I took a 25 minute setup of like this before we did it. And um I don't know, maybe because we both had I think we had a lot of we had almost crossover. We'd seen a lot of the picks. So I feel yeah. like we were talking more about them. But hey, like I told you before we started, like if we have a shorter episode, 
That's it's okay. You know, it's okay for the show. <laughs> It'll all need to be three hours long, you know? <laughs> so well, that's fair. Fine. Well, well, yeah. uh, I mean, I'm kind of torn because I have like five or six that I could pick right now. <laughs> that's what's remaining on my list. And I'm trying to figure out whether I should go obscure or like a popular pick. Um, I, hmm. You went with a 4K. I'm going to go with a 4K. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with Scanner Cop from 1994. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Which, again, another movie that I wouldn't say is a good movie, but it's one <laughs> I really enjoyed uh, for what it is. Like, Scanner Cop and Scanner Cop 2 are both really fun, and the effects are really cool. Uh, but Scanner Cop, the, the first Scanner Cop is definitely my preference of the two. Uh, it's basically this guy who gets adopted into a, a family of uh, this like police guy, like in a police chief or a detective or something and his wife, they raise him as his own. Uh, they find him in like a, as a child is in like a, almost like a drug kind of den uh, type of apartment uh, but huh. with his dad, you know, had passed and uh, they take him in and the kid is, basically grown up to be a, a police officer as well, but trying to avoid using his scanner-like powers that he has had since uh, he was a little kid. And so it's basically about him trying to take down uh, some, I don't know, some weird dude in a, like a fortune tellers, uh, you know, storefront uh, mm-hmm. trying to, I don't know, get the scanner guy. Uh, it's been about a year and a half since I've seen it. So I don't, I don't oh, have well. the precious okay. memory of it, but all I can <laughs> say is that the, the, uh, the effects are so incredible there. And you can see it on the cover. Uh, there are these like little heads and faces that poke oh, out of this guy's uh-huh. forehead. And I thought like looking at the cover is like, well, surely it's not going to be as cool as it looks on the cover. It might be cooler in the movie than it is on the actual art. Like, I think it's such a solid effect. Mm-hmm. Um, acting is subpar, you know, but it's a good, like, it's a good cop horror sci-fi type movie with a lot of kind of gory effects and, uh, yeah, decent acting. I don't know. I I just thought it was really fun for being a, a total, like, DTV type of, you know, type of movie that could have really gone south like a lot of the billy blanks movies for example <laughs> which i which i don't love but they're fine you know they're they're entertaining for what they are like tc2000 or something but um <laughs> i think scanner cop is like among the better dtv uh films that they've they put out in my opinion uh and i yeah i, I just really enjoy those two i just think they're a lot of fun and i think uh uh, Robert Forster maybe makes an appearance. Maybe oh. it's in the second one, but he ma- he makes an appearance in either Scanner Cop or Scanner Cop Two. Okay, uh, I got that that double set a long time ago. Yeah, like maybe right after it came out or something, because it it just seemed like a really cool set to have, and I think like it was like mm-hmm. selling really quick. I forgot that like so the double pack is sold out, but you can buy yeah. Scanner Cop One or Two separately now on 4K, which is nice. Um, they have that option. So um, still haven't. <laughs> got around to watching them as oh, man you know i mean this is the curse of physical media collecting it's like you buy something you get a deal on it you're like oh, okay i'll buy this now and then it sits on your shelf for plus it's the added thing of like oh well, i need to watch scanners two and three and then i get to <laughs> skater cup like i don't know if i need to do that but i feel you like, totally don't <laughs> I, I, i'm sure i don't but i feel like i need to you know it's like that yeah, weird ocd yeah. thing like i have to watch all of them um and i don't even love the first scanners that much but a lot of people have said you. yeah a lot of people have said like but the others, the sequels are kind of more fun in a way because mm-hmm. they they kind of go crazier with the premise a little bit. So um, 
yeah, I will. I will definitely at one point check this out. I mean, I own them, so I really should watch them at some point. But it's the it's the matter of like finding a time to watch them. But yeah, you posted that picture too. I think on your Instagram of like the guy's face with the little faces <laughs> yeah. coming. That's a gnarly looking effect. It's like it's, it's incredible, gross but cool. Yeah, but very cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, all right. That's a that's a cool recommendation because I feel like now that that double set's kind of gone away. People kind of forgot about like, no, they're still there. There's still a lot of yep. them to buy on the site. So um, yeah, definitely worth, I think checking out. So um, okay, cool, cool. Um, wow. Okay. We're already at my last pick. So <laughs> this is, this is the one I would say is my like highest recommendation of anything. This will I, spoiler alert. This might make my favorite discoveries of the year list. Oh, wow. Okay. That episode. And it's a long way away, but um, Ringo lambs burning paradise is the one you kind of brought up earlier. And I was yeah. like, I got my mouth shut. But I was like, man, this movie's awesome. This movie is so awesome. <laughs> like, I, this is the one where it kind of sat me out of my whole funk with, like, I was watching bad stuff. And then I watched this and it felt like it turned everything around. Then I was watching good stuff afterwards. <laughs> like, maybe a coincidence, but it just seemed like this was like the turning point. Watching Brain Paradise, I was like, oh, okay, now I'm watching all the the really great Vinegar Syndrome stuff. So um, I really think it's like one of my favorite things they've ever put out. Um, it gets right up my alley, though. It's a Hong Kong, like, martial arts movie um, produced by Choi Hawk, uh, directed by Ringo Lam, like, a lot of talent involved. It looks like it maybe costs a lot of money. I don't know. Like, um, it starts off. Okay, I'm going to read the back of the box a little bit because it's kind of I feel like it's a little complicated for me to sum up. But it's uh, so basically uh, the government and this is I don't know what time period this is in. This is like going hundreds of years back in China, I believe. Um the government sends soldiers to kill all the Shaolin monks. So one of the, a young monk escapes with his master. They're in the desert. They come across this woman who helps them. Um, and they all get captured and taken to this like uh, underground prison temple place. That's also filled with all these traps. So it's like a, it's these amazingly, it's like Indiana Jones thing or something, all these traps in this temple. And it's like a, a prison and there's all these uh, characters down there, like a, a, a sadistic warden. There's, um, let's see here, I'm trying to read. There's like this woman in a mask, this mysterious woman in a mask, who's like down there. You know, her deal is there's another guy who used to be a Shaolin monk who betrayed them, who's now working against them. And all the Shaolin monks are like, "You're a traitorous piece of shit. We hate you." Basically, and just and um and there's a bad guy who's like way over the top who runs the place. Um, but there's it's very much like wushu wusha, like, you know, over the top fly, flying around fighting. The main guy at one point is like fighting like 40 guys by himself. You know, <laughs> like he's got this like giant, like final fantasy sword that he wields Whoa. like, and he, it's so awesome. <laughs> he's just like <laughs> the, the opening is so he's like in the desert and he's fighting off like tons of soldiers by himself. At one point he like halves a guy who's on a horse. So like just the legs are riding away on the horse. <laughs> It's oh like, hell yeah! Uh, oh, it's awesome. And then yeah, so they <laughs> then they get captured, and it's all this crazy stuff in this temple, all these crazy traps. Like there's some amazing fight scenes. I thought um, it's just super cool. Um, I loved it. I thought it was so much fun. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I don't want to say it's just really really awesome. Um, this is the kind of stuff I wanted to put out like more of this kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, can't recommend that one enough. If you're into that kind of stuff, your martial arts movies, the Hong Kong stuff. Um, that's just like great quality stuff. So, um, yeah, burning paradise from, I think 94 is the year it came out. So I didn't realize I had two Ringo lamb picks, but I mean, he's a good director. So it's like, it kind of <laughs> makes sense. 
Um, yeah, so that that one is like the one I would say is my number one. I, I didn't rank any of these, but that's my number one pick right. for sure is Brain Paradise. So, um, yeah, definitely check that one out. <laughs> well, spoiler alert, I'm debating on putting the Hitman heart on my discovery uh list of the oh, year so i wrote so about it i thought oh this could be the key this key discovery I, list for the year so um, it's high i i've set the bar pretty high this year for like so far and i've i've watched a ton of stuff and i think only maybe 15 ish have made the list so far so i'm pretty being pretty strict about it but that one like really shot up there for me so that's awesome man i like i wrote down like all the ringo lamb stuff because i was like because I have like a little list that I like to keep like, oh, well, maybe this or this. And I'll pick up a couple things. And that one was pretty high on the list because I had heard nothing but great things about it when it was about to come out. So uh, yeah, hearing yeah. your endorsement of it, I'm like, OK, <laughs> I'm completely sold on this one. So it sounds incredible. I had, yeah, so much fun watching it. Like I was just like <sighs> losing my mind. I felt like I was like, yeah. So like what's it's like <laughs> jumping around like the crazy shit that's happening. Um, Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. I, I feel like it's weird. though. I feel like the Hong Kong stuff, again, is like not selling as fast as i would expect but totally yeah. i don't know like um i hope that does not discourage them from continuing more of it out uh so i don't know but hopefully they they do because i'm the stuff they put out so far is pretty great um so yeah i can't believe we've already gone through all of our picks in like an hour which is like... so fast <laughs> so fast i, I feel like we were wrong I'm like it does. Shows... it does it's... <laughs> it's... i, I, I thought we talked do. about them a good deal without i don't want to start spoiling stuff so you know it's like um you know i guess that's the the point is to be just quick recommendations but it's funny when yeah. the show goes like under two hours i'm like what's what happened i'm this feels wrong you know it's like <laughs> well i feel bad because my last episode was cool as ice and i feel like and that was also under two hours and i'm like man can i just not hold a conversation anymore i'm just a piece <laughs> of shit now on the microphone uh, but no, I mean, I know we've got other things going on tonight that, you know, it's like, but it, you, we're just doing elevator pitches basically is kind of the, right, idea. right, right. So, you know, I, I get it, but man, These I are... feel like I got to redeem myself at some point here. No, you're fine. I think, didn't you cool as ice <laughs> go like almost exactly two hours? That's like the, that's like that my ideal been. episode length is if we just kept it like yeah. two hours ish. So don't yeah. feel bad. I mean, okay. uh, I think we thoroughly covered cool as ice. Don't you worry. We got to, I don't know if we could have gotten any more thorough on that one. I don't think we could have brought any more out of that one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that movie probably got more than it deserved. Honestly, absolutely. Talked absolutely. about that. Uh, did we? Was that us? Talked about that clip with um, where he went nuts and like MTV, and then Chris Kattan yes. was yelling like, "Yeah, okay, that was yes, like, yes, yes." Calm down, Vanilla. No Vanilla. Vanilla. No vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> vanilla. To call it Vanilla. Um, no, no, you're fine. I plus, I mean, I still have uh some things like I mentioned, like honorable mentions. So we're not. Oh yeah, same, yet, same. So, yes, um, that's true. That's yeah, yeah. So do you wanna do you wanna do your own mentions first? Just kind of rattle some off. Sure, sure. Um yeah, I had a few here uh that I kind of want to highlight. Uh like you were talking about at the top of the show, and I'd mentioned this at the start of uh or at the at the last episode we did for Vinegar Syndrome, where uh Fun City is leaving. I think they're now partnered with yeah. MVD. Um, which fine. Uh but <laughs> Not my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's I feel fine. like I shouldn't say anything, but I'm like, it bumps me out. I'm like, it's almost like, okay, never. No, like, I was like, you go from this to the because MVD, no effect. They've gotten better, I think, and they have some great they have, sales. They have, but they have. I'm just kind of like, that seems like you're. To me, it's like that's the move you want to make. I know there's so many eyeballs on you on Vinegar Syndrome, but right. I guess the problem might be now that they have so many partner labels that you're yeah. probably worried like we're not getting as much exposure as we could. If you're on MVD, like you're the, I think like they're big 
thing. It's like you're like they're like we got this now. So you get yeah. more of a spotlight on you. And I don't know, and I don't know logistics like business wise of like how much of a cut you have to give back to I guess it'd be OCN. Um yeah, because yeah. then there's like the whole thing with like sales and and discounts for subscribers. So like, you know, it's probably like how much are you getting? That whole thing is probably a lot of stuff we don't know about. But it did bum me For out sure. because Fun City was like one of the like things I would most look forward to collecting. For a while, I was collecting all of them. Yeah, um, I have them all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I love now I, love I feel Fun like City. I'm not going to keep doing that. I don't know. I, I, yeah. It depends on how the MVD thing goes. But, um, you know, they were my favorite partner, like by far. Honestly. Oh, hands down. Yeah. So I'm, I am yeah. definitely bummed. But, uh, but I don't, yeah, I didn't want to cut you off, but yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I will say too, as far as their MVD release goes, a party girl that they did uh, through MVD, it's excellent. It, it There's okay. no, there's no drop in quality at all. I mean, I, I'm going to continue to support Fun City, but I am bummed that it's, it's a little less convenient to get. That, just yeah. Like, I think all the you know really change mean? was it, it's now less convenient because it was like, it's really, it's really the really mode of is. distributor, right? I mean, they're the same, but they're just like, now you yeah. buy us over here. And, um, I still need to see party girl because I just want to watch it. I just want to see it. Um, because I never seen it before. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. I just love Parker Posey in general, though. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think yeah. she's just like <laughs> such a presence that is so like charming to me. Uh, I'm a big fan, but um, it's fun. It's fun. The soundtrack rules. Uh, but uh, they they had a couple. But one I want to highlight in particular, I mentioned in that episode, I think at some point or maybe on our discoveries. But Jeremy uh, from 1973, those still actually have slip covers somehow available really <laughs> kind of blow my mind yeah i mean wow. that's kind I of the movie was 100 percent sold out clearly they did a bad job keeping track of the stock on the vinegar wow. syndrome <laughs> well i had um, to check because i was like man i was just seeing if it was even available because i know that they're starting to phase out a lot of their fun city stuff oh, uh yeah. and and jeremy is definitely still available which blows my mind because that is like that might have been my number one movie of the year like discovery of the year uh when that co had come out um I just loved it so much. It's a really great little, I don't know, teenage drama about first love. Uh, and it's way more tender and solid than you think it would be. Uh, I think that one's really good. Candy Snatchers from Vinegar Syndrome, which oh, yeah. I is such a mean little movie. <laughs> and uh, I'd seen it for the first time like maybe 15 plus years ago, probably closer oh. to 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, my uncle suggested it to me. And... Uh, <laughs> I checked it out and I was like, wow, this made me feel weird. And um, I watched it again a couple of years ago. It still makes me feel weird, but I, I like it. Uh, <laughs> I think it's I think it's a really good, nasty little movie. Uh, and I'm glad that they put it out because they did a really good job with it. Uh, the From Beyond 4K is incredible. Um, I hadn't seen that. I've been, I've been on my list forever and I had just seen it, uh, I think, this year for the first time. Oh, wow. OK. And it looks absolutely gorgeous. Uh, so that one's great. Uh, I'll just do two more real fast. Uh, Dead Heat 4K is super fun and <laughs> so stupid, but like, <laughs> like charmingly stupid. Um, I absolutely loved it. Uh, Suzanne and I were just like chuckling the entire way through it. It's such a blast. <laughs> and the effects rule on that movie too. Uh, and then the other one I'll say is, uh, where is it? Shoot, I lost it. Oh, uh, it's a Jess Franco double, which I'm not a big Jess Franco guy, but uh, Two Undercover Angels and Kiss Me Monster um, wins again for another, like one of the best slips I think I've ever seen through Vinegar <laughs> Syndrome. Uh, I love it. And the movie's really fun if you like the look and feel of something like Danger Diabolic or uh, if you've seen the movie CQ, there's like a movie that they're making 
and it's like the dragonfly movie. It's like just very 60s. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a very specific color palette, a lot of dancing and stuff. Um, I don't know. It's it's silly. And again, they're really clunky, but they're really fun. I don't know what it is, but I just find them really charming. So uh, tons of those slips are are still available. Which one, What was that one called again? Sorry. Uh, it's it's a double pack. So okay. it's two undercover angels. And then the other movie is called Kiss Me Monster. Okay, it's just okay. These two women that like go and... I don't know, investigate things and then they get <laughs> wrapped up in shenanigans, but it's just like really corny humor the entire time. Oh, uh-huh. Um, it's, it's, it's just fun, stupid fun. But I found my, I like, at first I was like, I don't know if these are like enjoyable. And about the end of the first one, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to press play on the second one. And I just went right into the next one and I just had such a good time with them. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, good, good recommendations. I, it's, I kind of wanted to say a couple of those 4Ks too, because the 4Ks, some of the 4Ks almost seem too obvious. Like they're big, like Dead Heat, Showgirls mm-hmm. coming out. Um, oh my God, I'm blanking. Uh, it's yeah, like Showgirls. That's the uh, big one. It's the, that one. Apparently, they claimed it was their fastest selling release wow. ever or something. So, wow, that's uh, people seem hyped about Showgirls, a movie that, uh, I feel like as a young younger boy, I was like, I got to see Showgirls. And then I would get wrapped up in the drama of Showgirls. <laughs> yep. Like, I would yep. have to watch the whole thing. I'm like, what's going to happen and know me at the end of this movie? <laughs> like, it's so it's so insane. But it like, yeah, it just it does not lose your attention at any point. Um, uh, God, what is the other 4K? I was gonna, I'm so sorry. I'm like trying to think of there was like another big 4K release. Oh, Roadhouse. Where I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone needs me to tell them to buy Roadhouse, but like, <laughs> I love Roadhouse. So movie rules. even if like, I know the, there's like a cheaper Blu-ray, but like, I got to have 4K Ultimate uh, edition of Roadhouse. <laughs> like, um, so happy to put that out. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned From Beyond. Um, now I'm just scrolling through. I should have been better prepared. But uh, oh, you know which one I just watched today that I think you also watched that I don't know if I could fully recommend, but it's so bonkers that I'm like, this needs to be like seen to be believed. Like I think I had a good time with this. Like you had a good time with Alien Private Eye, um, The Laughing Dead. Oh man, I, I don't know how I feel about that movie. It's I don't know. I don't know. Insane. It's insane. Like, it's like oh, I wrote a letterbox review that was like, if you ever wanted to see a movie about a, a priest, a, disillu- <laughs> a disillusioned priest who gets uh, possessed by the Aztec god of death, who then needs to use his basketball skills to, <laughs> That's right. to <laughs> reconnect with his son he never knew he had and save the day. I've got the movie for you <laughs> because it's uh. there's, I was like, why is there so much of this priest playing basketball? And then to my shock, it pays off near the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Um, there's this insane like subplot. So it's like the priest and this whole like tourist group are on a bus going to um like see the Aztec temple or something. And the bus stops at one point. And like I guess the yeah. the priest had an affair with this nun who's no longer a nun, and he sees her with her son, who is his son. <laughs> that he never knew he had. And I'm like, they just happened to pick them up on the side of the road. And the son is a dick. This kid is like one of the worst. He's a total asshole. (laughs) One of the worst movie kids I've ever seen. Um, He's like, I'm not fucking hanging out with a guy in a skirt. Fuck this. Like, and then he's like, the kid's like 11. Yeah. Yeah. He's just tossing up a storm. Like, um, like he's just such a dick to everybody. He's like, um, such a weird movie. There's so much, there's crazy gore. Like there is some some gore that made me like, 
audibly like just scream like out loud like there's a a woman gets her head like punched straight through and then a guy gets his arm ripped off his body and then the i think it's the priest when he's possessed shoves the arm into the guy's mouth and they do this practical effect yeah where it looks like the fingers are like poking through the skin not busting out but they're like pushing through (laughs) and i was right that is a rad practical effect like that is just insane so there's stuff like that that i'm like I, I, it's not the acting is very bad and oh, yes. uh, it's very weird. Um, I don't think I could like fully recommend that one, but it's uh, it's very entertaining. I thought the it's first fun. Like, 30, yeah. 40 minutes kind of a slog, but then yep. once they get to like the Aztec temple, it's just full blown like bananas. And uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I will say yeah. they, they put out, uh, you kind of mentioned earlier, writing wrongs, um, Corey oh, yeah. and, uh, movie amazing like package for that too like three disc set different cuts like awesome movie um very like kind of dark i feel like for uh for what it is um it really goes it goes way darker than i expected um uh miami connection the four i was gonna bring that up too yeah <laughs> I, it's a I good mean, one that I have not picked that one up yet i think i might during the sale because oh. i had the blu-ray but i'm like it's like a roadhouse thing where i'm like i need the yeah. best possible package of this movie um yeah and i can't really think of anything else i mean there's just now there's just so many um releases it's like it's almost hard to yeah. keep up um because i didn't mention any partner label stuff i realized i was going through this like um yeah i try to think anything else you could think of you want to bring up or um i mean you definitely i'm glad you hit on miami connection that package is pretty incredible um i i was pretty amazed by how how much they did it up i wasn't expecting them to really kind of crush it uh for such a such a fun movie um you know what i'll say one more um natural enemies from fun city is one of the darkest and best movies i have ever seen um especially within the last couple of years how hallbrook is just a broken shell of a man who plots to kill his family uh, his children and his wife and it just goes through him like day to day uh and leading up to what may or may not happen and it's fascinating it's fascinating it's i've never seen anything like it thank you for reminding me that i own the movie i've seen it i think it was one of my honorable mentions for discoveries last year uh it's a movie i could I mean, I don't have my channel to rewatch it because it's like one right. of the bleakest things about like a person I could imagine. Like, because it's so like cold and like just yeah. uh, you get his like inner monologue a lot, and it's like wow, this is like it is dark. I mean, it is like Bleaksville. It is, just, but yeah. it's but it's so good. It's like it's one of those things where it's like you kind of want to recommend it because it's such a good movie, but it's like oh, so and that was a big deal too because that movie was like impossible to see. When mm-hmm. I think before they put it out, like it was nowhere. Um, yeah. So and I'm, I think it's still available in maybe with the slipcover. I don't know, but um, uh, stand just standard. Just oh, just standard. standard. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. the fact that it's available because I still think it's not streaming anywhere. So well yeah. worth seeing if you're just. I mean, it's heavy. Get ready for some heavy stuff, but it's really good. <laughs> um, speaking of Fun City, their last release with Vinegar Syndrome official was Breathless, the remake of Breathless. Yeah, I uh, which I love. I I like the remake of Breathless as much as I really I like the the original. I saw those both the same year last year, and oh, okay. I enjoyed both on di- different ways. But I but I think they're both worth seeing. And like again, the Breathless remake was kind of hard to see with Richard mm-hmm. Gere, and uh, 
and I'm glad that it's out now. I know it's like a Tarantino favorite. I think he's one of those guys. It's like, it's better than the original. And I'm like, I don't know. I think it's close, but it's like, I think it's very interesting. Richard Gere's great in it. Um, another good one to pick up. It's still available. No subcover, but it's available. Um, yeah, I mean, they, <laughs> you got lots of options for the sale because they have just yeah. been like cranking stuff out like nobody's business. Um, and yeah, so I think we covered a pretty good amount of, uh, good amount of stuff so um yeah i feel good about this anything else yeah you yeah <laughs> one last one okay one last one uh other music uh was a really oh, other yeah, music yeah. and martha a picture story are two uh, really excellent documentaries also so if you're into music and photography um martha picture story especially i was really into uh i think utopia put that one out but I, both of those solid um yeah just if you like music and photography, they're excellent. So, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that's all we got. So <laughs> I, I hope we help with some ideas for the sale. Like, um, yeah, I mean, I, my picks, I really, I mean, especially Burning Paradise. Like, I just can't say enough good things about that. And Fair Game. I think Fair Game really flew under the radar. Um, you sold me on that one. Yeah. <laughs> those would be my two, like, t top, top picks. But the all all five, I I stand by proudly. <laughs> so um, but I'm excited. Run... I don't. Hmm? Oh, oh! I was just gonna say, should oh. we run through our five again? Oh, we should. Good job, Keith. Yes. Just, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, I no, I was just, I, I was saying nothing. So it's, it's like, I almost forgot to do that. I was about to wrap up. So, um, yeah. Do you want to run through your five really quick? Oh yeah, uh, sure. Yep. Uh, my number five was Hitman Heart, Wrestling with Shadows. Uh, number four was Party Line. Number three was Golden Era. Uh, number or number two was Alien Private Eye, and number one was Scanner Cop. Okay. Uh, my like my number, but my first pick was Fair Game yeah. from Dark Star Pictures. Um, then I did Undeclared War, uh, Shiva Baby, uh, The Werewolf versus Vampire Woman, and Burning Paradise. My picks. So, um, nice. I feel bad we didn't even say what was in the sale, but I don't know if we have to do that or not. But um, oh sure. Uh, yeah, we, it's now I have to go look it back up, but it's like, uh, <laughs> I mean, I know Showgirls is in there. Oh, I'm still on the site. Okay. So I know for the sale, I'm curious, I'm always curious what the secret titles are going to be. Yeah. I'm never good at yeah. guessing them, uh, but I, it's Same. like, uh, Showgirls, I'm excited about Blade in the Dark. Same. Yep. Um, is that all they've actually officially announced? And that might be all that, like, and there's a like Spanish horror set. Oh, I believe. that's right. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bummed because they were talking about this like 10 disc set they were going to put out for the 10th anniversary and i think it got postponed because it was supposed oh. to be now and i it just got taken off the schedule um so i, I hope it still happens i mean i guess it would have to happen this year because it's a t 10th anniversary uh box set but um yeah but yeah i hopefully it's uh the secret titles are still be good i think they said they're both gonna be 4k and they might both be like 80s horror i think that might be the hints but that's very vague could be at so many things. So yeah. um, who knows, but it's always exciting to see what it's going to be. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So um, yeah, well, this was a ton of fun, Keith. We got to do this again next year and not, not yes. skip a year next time. So, yes. Yes. Um, very down. So um, yeah. Anything you want to plug or promote people can follow you, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. You can find me on Instagram at Keith watches film letterbox at K watches film. I host a podcast for our local theater uh it's kind of like a part i guess like indie like a art house slash rep theater called the varsity cinema in des moines iowa and so the podcast is just called the varsity cinema podcast 
and you can find it on any uh, streaming platforms. Also, I'm going to just break some news real quick, if that's okay. okay. <laughs> I'm going to be the father of another baby what? in December. So, so I'm going to have two kiddos. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Yes. So, yeah. I just wanted to go out with a bang. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm so stoked. People, I'm genuinely stunned right now. I didn't know this was happening. You had no idea. We got a yeah, birth announcement on this show. We did it. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like, congratulations, man. That's very hey, thank exciting. You. Thank you. Man, yeah, I'm awesome. very excited. Yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah, so. How do I follow that? <laughs> I, well, just I, shut I, it down after that. I um, meant I meant to shut it down. I, I went postal on <laughs> your ass. the mic. Yeah. Um, wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah. It's wild. <laughs> congrats. So what you said, you've been like busy Thanks. and things have been a little crazy lately. So that has anything to do with it. So. Yeah. Yeah, that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Just a little so bit. Two, about two months along. So, oh, I mean, yeah, I yeah. feel like I can uh, I can uh, announce it at this point. So it's okay, probably fine. Wow, yeah. this is the best breaking news <laughs> ever had on the show. This yeah. is great. I oh, had no cool. idea what you were gonna say. I'm like, oh, yeah. what what podcast thing? Nope, it's <laughs> having another baby. Um, yeah, man, that's awesome. Wild. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel stupid being got. like, yeah, follow the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cheers. I didn't mean no. to. I didn't oh, mean to no, steal no. the it's thunder. Wonderful. I just, I was just kind of like, well, this is what's going on with me. But um, no, no, oh, no. yeah, I don't know. And I'm playing a couple shows next week. Uh, uh, health permitting of my guitar player, who has has is dealing with um some colon cancer, he's getting treated for right now. But um, we may be in Louisville and in Indianapolis this this weekend. But I don't, I don't really know. But that's I all follow, I got. I think I follow. I, I think it was your band's page. I follow your band's page. I think there was uh-huh. an update recently. It sounded like he was like doing well. I think or is like recovering. Yeah. So that's yeah. great news he's, too. So he's doing all right. Yeah, he's doing all okay. right. He's, he's a little tired, but uh, and a little nauseous sometimes. But yeah, he's doing all right. He's responding well. So so it's good. So that's all I've got going on though. That's okay. all. I'll, I'll, leave, <laughs> that's, I'll leave. I think on that's that. plenty. I think that's. Yeah. <laughs> and you DJ on the side too, right? Like I do other... pretty regularly. Yeah. How do you have to do lot. anything? How do you tend to watch I movies? Don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm becoming like Hal Holbrook minus the <laughs> wanting to kill anybody. Uh, oh, just, yeah, yeah, I no. just feel worn down. <laughs> yeah. But okay. it's a lot of fun stuff. So, so it's all good. Yes, you know, it's yes. all good. Just trying to find the time. Oh. Okay, man. I, <laughs> this is wonderful. I, I, I'm, <laughs> You can't see me. I'm smiling at you right now. Um, I guess if you want to follow the show, you could do that on uh, Twitter at Film Feast Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at MapLady7. Um, you could follow me on Instagram, Film Feast, all one word. I have nothing cool or breaking news to announce. I uh, uh, I don't even know what's happening next week on this show. So I've got, I've really got. <laughs> hey, all right. You know, it's uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, um, very exciting stuff. So. Um, All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, everybody.